1: One, go. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review, where we obviously review the Joe Rogan experience. Ooh, yeah. Joined by Todd. What's happening, Todd? Hey,
0: buddy. All
1: Getting right. ready for
0: Turkey Day, bud. How about you? Get, yeah. I know it's your favorite holiday since you're from England. You know, they celebrate... Uh, what do they? They don't celebrate this,
1: obviously. No, we have we have uh, Guy Fawkes Night, November fifth.
0: Guy Fawkes. is that the dude who wears the mask for November fifth? <laughs> kinda,
1: <laughs> kinda. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's our uh, fireworks day. Nice. It's, it's, it's remember, no,
0: remember the fifth of November, yeah. isn't that Guy Fawkes?
1: It's exactly. It's yeah. no. It's no Fourth uh, of July, but we do our best. Mm. But you don't get to
0: eat good food and share in the camaraderie of. Wonderful turkey dinner.
1: No, we do all that basically on Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. honestly. Nice. It's a bit different. All right, who we got this week? Neil Brennan, legend, Yanis Pappas, and good old Steve-O. Can't believe he's still alive. Legend. All right, let's get into it. Neil Brennan. I haven't seen his recent stand-up special. I've seen some clips of it. He's such a good joke writer, obviously being one of the creators of The Chappelle Show. Um, I mean, just a legend of comedy. But it's interesting when you hear him talk, he is a very serious guy. He's yeah. obviously a very intelligent guy too.
0: Yeah, I mean, they talked a lot about political stuff, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, I just I want to I hear more funny shit though.
1: Yeah, but... Sometimes, you know? It's... I think it's a little difficult sometimes for the comedians that come on, especially multiple times, and for three hours, Yeah, find ways to be funny. It's easier when they have those groups and like Sober October and Save Our Parks, because they can all play off each other and they're getting sillier. True. But they're trying to get to the bottom of some things when it's just a comedian getting on and... Joe Tolkien. Rogan's
0: trying to save the world still.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody needs to.
0: At least he can joke about how they don't know anything. They're like watching these videos. like, I have no idea what he just was talking they, about. He's <laughs> yeah.
1: like, we are not the guys to get to the bottom of this.
0: <laughs> but they're trying. Yeah. You got to give them some, Hon- some Honestly, respect.
1: I'd trust the news more if they did that sometimes. Right. They were like, we don't know. We, do, <laughs> we heard some stuff. We're trying to figure it out. <laughs>
0: So he was the writer for Chappelle show the, pretty much the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think they actually fell out after the show ended, but they're closer now. Mm. But I think there was like a bit of a separation there for some time. Gotcha. And um, yeah, and I don't, I think that Neil started really doing comedy hard after that, which is Kind of the opposite way to go about it. I mean, he had all these awards already for writing and comedy and, you know, and then goes in and basically works his way up as a stand-up. It's kind of tough because there's a lot of pressure on you to do that.
0: Well, I mean, he didn't have a job at that point. He had to do something. You got to do something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Where was he going to go work? The Gap? He's like, Good for him. Not doing it.
0: Good for him, man. I mean – that's not easy, especially being the writer. He's behind the scenes. He's like, it, it, it's hard for somebody in the kitchen to go out to the, the front, front of the house and be a server. It's a totally different world. Yeah. You know, you can hide behind the walls and write jokes all day, but then having to speak in front of people.
1: And he does seem like a very anxious person. If you think of the difference between him and Chappelle's style, oh, Chappelle dude. is just so loose, always looks chill, relaxed, I mean, even when Neil was talking about his the troubles of making his stand-up special, he's like, oh, so much goes wrong, and then there's always... These things that go wrong, and this is a problem. And Joe was like, Wait, what? Why? When?
0: We'd be saying 30% of something. Yeah, 30% of everything he just thinks is going to go wrong. He just factors that into all of his specials.
1: I'd say be careful with that analysis. (laughs) That's a lot. You might be manifesting some of this (laughs) a little bit. Joe doesn't seem to have those concerns. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it, yeah, the lighting guy. He said the lighting guy screwed him up in Montreal a couple times or didn't play his music, remember? Mm-hmm. He's like, anything but Eminem. W- <laughs> right, anything but Eminem. <laughs> he wanted Drake to play? Uh-huh. Or was it, uh, no, Kendrick Lamar. He wanted That's Lamar right. to play.
1: That's right. <clears throat> the worst part was when he said, you know, he's talking about his dad, who I guess died. He died, yeah. And then the club next door started playing. Oh, how, right, 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 how, You've got to wonder, how was that not figured out? Well, and they were filming
0: a special, and so the club is starting to bump music. He's got like 15 minutes left of his show, and he's talking about his dad dying. And he's doing a bit about something serious, and all of a sudden he gets
1: the... <laughs> that would be such a nightmare.
0: He played it off, though, apparently. Yeah,
1: he managed to get through it. He was like, I can't listen to this. But and- good for him for like being able to shut that out. I would have just given up. I mean, like, guys, we got to come back to this in 10 minutes. This is ridiculous. Go cut the power next door, will you?
0: Well, good thing it wasn't a live show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was post-production. They fit. They, he said they took it out of there. They were able to take out the sound of the, the thumping. Yeah. And he kept a straight face somehow. That was it, his new special, though. I haven't seen that one yet, right?
1: Th- no, that was the three mics one. Oh, it was? Yeah, so you didn't one. notice it? No, no, it's not in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely not. Or maybe they just couldn't use a lot of that material. They usually will film a couple of nights, and then they can edit together the best bits. But mm. either way, they it sounds like they had to use some of it. What was your thoughts on the person they were talking about whose opening acts were becoming really entitled? And when they both said they knew who it was, so they didn't say who it was. No, but they both knew who it was, right? Because <laughs> Neil was like, "Yeah, I think I had the same conversation with this person." Uh, and my suspicion is that it's Andrew Schultz. And I don't. I am not saying any. I don't mean to say anything bad about his opening acts. Like we don't know the whole story, and maybe it wasn't him. Right. But just the way J- Rogan was talking about how he's killing it and doing great, and you know,
0: you think it's Schultz, huh? I think so. I I don't wanna yeah, I don't wanna guess. I mean I don't I don't know who's becoming entitled. I mean I feel like Ari after Ari's special, he's he's gonna be feeling entitled after after his Jew special.
1: Dude, that thing is from looking yesterday, I think he got to it's already at four million views in two weeks. Yeah. And it's so funny. If you haven't watched it, I would say stop listening to this right now and watch it. It's that good. It's so so good. It's really dark. I mean, he hits everyone and everything and just goes hard. Hard to the paint.
0: Oh yeah, he's taken no prisoners, man. I mean, he was just he's just saying it how it is and yeah. does not care what people think. I think that's why people are enjoying it so much. I think so because yeah.
1: with all the cancel culture stuff Yeah, And how tense everyone's been and, you know, you say the wrong thing and that's it. You lose all your sponsors. Shout Mm. out to Kanye. Mm. It's, that's how it goes. So to get somebody brave enough, I mean, and and it's so clever too, even though I'm sure a lot of people could watch it and be like, okay, that's super offensive. But it's so clever that it kind of works around all of those things. But it's
0: supposed to be offensive. Yeah.
1: And when, he's Jewish,
0: so he's allowed to talk about Jews because he's Jewish. Well, so. he kind of talks about everybody. Right, he but, does. Yeah. yeah. Well, he actually takes, yeah, I mean, Christianity, he is not nice to any of the Christians either.
1: <laughs> no, he hits the Catholic Church hard. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Uh, he's brilliant, man. And it's so yeah. cool to see. It. I guess in some ways that's one of the better things that have come out of the um, pandemic is some of these guys have been sat on their hour. They're special for way longer than they planned and even though Ari was going to scrap this but Joe was like dude this is genius you gotta get this out this is the best mm. it's just so polished now that's what I noticed about Ari's one it was like everything hits yeah and he's so relaxed and it's just one after the other you can almost not keep up with it
0: you're it's, saying cause he practiced enough
1: exactly yeah, yeah he's just cleaned it up I mean if you've got that long with a special mm-hmm. um you know and there was a big hiatus where like none of the guys were really doing comedy and gals but I think because they had done it and it was in the background you know yeah. they'd already worked it it was like clean enough maybe when they came back to it they saw some new things and kind of worked it I mean they can't all do specials like that moving forward because it would just be so long between each special but we gotta enjoy it where we can I mean Rogan I think just filmed his hmm Nice. When and he's that been, come out? He's been sat on that for a long time as well. So it'd be really interesting to see how good.
0: Well, he's gonna come out with that when his new when his new club opens, right? That's that he'll probably start with that new special.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he'll do he's the gonna, release on it. I mean the club opens soon. Yeah. It's, it's like supposed to be a couple January. of months. Yeah. Dude. Let's, let's go.
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, yo. Yeah, I mean they got into some serious stuff, man. The 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 content moderation on Twitter. We've talked about this a couple times, but that is an interesting dilemma that hopefully Elon can figure out because mm. he wants to keep things open, but also you got to get rid of hate speech. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how that how that funnels out.
1: Well, he let Kanye back on. Okay. He's let Trump back on. He did not let Alex Jones back on. Really? Well, Alex Jones just got out of that giant Sandy Hook lawsuit.
0: Yeah, that was effed up.
1: Yeah, you That's- can't be
0: saying that that was untrue when people have been getting shot and killed. Like, how is that fake?
1: I don't. I don't know why he went down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, Rogan's talked about it a bit. Like he was going through some hard things and has some mental health issues and was a drinking dude. And, you know, InfoWars is that type of show where he's trying to pull up, you know, the, yeah. in a way the most outlandish clickbaity thing. But, yeah, he he fucked up. And um, <clears throat> he knows it. Yeah. He knows he did. Well,
0: didn't he? He had to pay a huge settlement to the Sandy Hook survivors or the parents who survived, right?
1: Yeah. I don't know really how that works. I think often the court comes up with an amount yeah, and then and how that's does he pay the end it? of it? And then, you know, they usually kind of negotiate down to something else. I think it's rarely like the actual amount that was yeah. thrown out. He's got money though. It's just such a weird
0: thing. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry, here's a bunch of money to make you feel better. It's just it's so disingenuous. Even though that's I mean, look, people love money. It's yeah, just, people take it. People take it's it. It's not like
1: anyone's going, That's not good enough. <laughs> I don't want your money. I want an apology. It's like, no, uh, I'll take your money. Yeah. Let's take some cash.
0: Well, I just, I love how Rogan keeps going back to the fact that the way we're going to fix government, take money out, baby. Let's go. Get the money out of big government. Get the big corporations out of big government. That's the one thing he keeps saying that I will stand beside. I don't know how it's going to happen, but that seems to be the problem that these companies and these corporations are. Merging with our government, and but, yeah. he talked about it with pretty much everybody on on the pod this week. They somehow got into that conversation. He talked about it with Giannis. He talked about it maybe a little bit with Stevo. But
1: I, mean, I I wonder what a system. It would be interesting to run just like one presidential campaign year. Where the only donations you can have are a maximum of five dollars from every citizen. Wouldn't that be sweet? And if they pay, great. And if not, you don't want to, then you don't. But that's the only money they have. Yeah. And then they have to figure it out that way.
0: Well, Ber- I mean, that's what happened with Bernie. I think the total was most of the most of America at that time spent thirty bucks. It was like all of his campaign donations, like seventy or eighty percent, were from like thirty dollar donors. Huh. That is a democracy right there.
1: That adds up. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, there's enough people.
0: Yeah, if everybody's throwing down thirty bucks, you got seven million people in the in the country. Is that and, where we're at?
1: What? How many
0: people are in this country?
1: Three hundred and eighty million. Three eighty. Way off. Close. I think it's about that. So there you go.
0: Times that by thirty bucks. Yeah. Three point eight billion.
1: I mean, I guess the kids won't be paying in, <laughs> but. <laughs> quite a lot of money yeah. would add up. You could still make a campaign out of that. And yeah, maybe it would. I mean, but then who knows? I mean, again, when are the people to figure that out? But I, I kind of feel like when a system gets into place like it has done mm. and it doesn't seem to work and seems unfair towards big donors and corporations, maybe it kind of needs to be that way a little bit like so those companies have the ability to do well and stay big i mean we can talk bad about giant companies all day long corporations yeah. and but they're massive employers they pay a lot of taxes or at least they create a lot of revenue and amazon's not paying a ton and, of taxes no but <laughs> they there's a lot of money being spent right and you have to pay sales tax yeah so there's a lot of that happening Right? A lot of things getting shipped. So that supports whatever it does, you know, the postal service, all the rest of it. I mean, you've got to have giant companies doing stuff. I don't know if you could make a whole country off like mom and pop stores. It just wouldn't be enough giant commerce. Again, I don't know. Maybe. It sounds cute.
0: It sounds cute, doesn't it?
1: (laughs) 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 Twitter's going to be interesting, though. There's been so much happening there. Yeah. You know, Rogan obviously is huge on Twitter. I think Neil Brennan, um, I don't know how big his account is, but he's pretty active there. I mean, as a good writer and a funny guy, like, he's pretty active on that. I don't know if it's going to get cleaner. I, I don't have a lot of experience with it before either. Do you?
0: I never got into the, the twatting.
1: <laughs> the twitting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know, but it's... <clears throat> It's interesting. me. It's made me want to explore it a little bit and see you know is it really the cesspool that people are talking to, have been talking about? I mean, has Trump even released a tweet yet? don't know. I think they put him back on, and he's just kind of sat there like,, okay, kill.
0: Cool. I don't know. is he practicing his gait though like uh George w. Bush? <laughs> Practicing his walk to make sure he looks cool,
1: <laughs> that's I, such a George w thing to do, dude. It was so <laughs>
0: funny hearing that. I had no idea. I mean, it makes sense when you think about it.
1: It's like he got um some sort of uh dummy's guide to looking like a boss, yeah, and then just read through it and was like mm. oh i gotta I gotta yeah. saw my walk out,
0: yeah, gotta pretend like my Dick's big,
1: yeah. Mm. <laughs> He's just walking around bow legged. <laughs> uh, bless that guy. He's just painting now.
0: Yeah, he is a painter. So yeah, new special, Neil Brennan. It's come it has it not come out yet? It's, it is no, out. It's, yeah, it's
1: dropped. <laughs> yeah. It's dropped. It's like a weird setup. It's like looks like I don't know, like there's not a bunch of emojis behind him, but like apps. And I think he picks different topics and kind of works through it.
0: He's a creative dude. He does things differently, for sure.
1: It'd be good. It's it's one of those ones, I think, where you... He's definitely the type of comedian where you want to smoke some weed and sit down and watch it. Because mm. there's more going on than just the jokes. Yeah. Like, there always is. I mean, the three mics one was, like, heavily about pain and mental illness and struggling and anxieties and... You know he would like bring that energy right down and then just go back into these stand-up bits. It was wild.
0: Dude. He's bringing the audience into it.
1: Yeah, I think like it. It's almost there's an emotional kind of investment at that point, and then you give him space, and it, it's more of a journey, like a roller coaster almost. Yeah, you know, it's not just trying to keep you up constantly. It's it's like he wants the well. He's like Chappelle, right? He Chappelle is obviously the goat, and and hilarious comedian but he doesn't just want to make you laugh he wants to kind of get a point across totally. clever points
0: totally he cares and it's, he cares about what the audience is thinking about he's not just there to make a joke he's there to make a point exactly mm-hmm. that's what i love about comics who do that that's why he's the goat yeah is because he's bringing in some serious topics into what he's talking about but make but also fucking joking about them
1: Imagine how difficult that is to do. It's so hard even just to make somebody laugh. But then to like really hit them with a point, especially like a point that they might not agree with, you know? They might spend their time during Thanksgiving arguing for. Mm. It's like something that, you know, is important to them. And then you're threatening that with comedy and kind of opening them up, like loosening them up to the idea of what this is.
0: Isn't that the point of comedy? (sighs) Yeah. I guess. The good comedy, I
1: think. Yeah. The comedy I like, yeah for sure. That's definitely the way to do it. Well, go check it out. I need to watch it. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Let's jump over to Yanis. Uh, good old Yanis. Yanni. This guy's great. He's been around forever. He's been on Rogan a bunch of times, too. He's
0: a funny dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Funny, yeah.
0: He just does not give a fuck.
1: No, he doesn't. He's just like that real kind of... New Yorker guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good one. New York comedy is is a different type. I've only watched it. You know, I haven't... I mean, you know, those comedians on TV, maybe sometimes they went to the comedy store if they were traveling through. Always great, different style. You know, they, they're they harder. Yeah, in more a, in your a, face. Yeah. it's It's like they must have harder audiences but i've never been to new york to watch stand-up like at the cellar and kind of make the rounds i would love to do that sometime and just kind of get a feel for like how different it is out there
0: yeah probably a little less uh creative more in your face not that that's less creative it's just different style Mm -hmm. just trying to get the laughter more than the point across maybe
1: or maybe just kind of darker, almost. Yeah. You know? A
0: little bit more Andrew Dicey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: a little more Dicey. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is where you get people like Louis C.K., you know? Yeah. And, um. Uh, yeah, I mean, Louis is really as dark as it gets in a lot of ways and never lets up. Also I mean, a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, his last special he just had this big sign behind him, neon sign that just said I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what else can I say at this point? Um, hey, at least yeah. he's owning it. Sorry. That's all you can that. do
0: as a man. Own your own up to your the stupid shit you did.
1: <laughs> well, they started obviously talking about hunting and and Joe was talking about bear attacks. What was it? Like bears, the black bears have been attacking people. Well, they can. I thought they mostly le- left you alone.
0: Well, I think it depends on like if there's food around and they they're not hungry, right? So maybe they're just coming out of hibernation too early and they're going for the garbage up in Alaska.
1: I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of black bears in in New York state up north and attacks that around Adirondacks. uh Uh-huh.
0: Well, I just remember them talking about the the disease you can get if you eat bear and it's not fully cooked. What was that disease?
1: Trigonosis. okay.
0: I had never heard of that.
1: Yeah. Well, trigonosis is why you have to cook pork. Okay. Because of the concerns of it. Though a lot of pork that you can buy from stores and things doesn't have it. I mean, it's not super common, but I guess almost every bear has it for sure. So you got to cook the shit out out of that meat.
0: Well, it's so tough. You have to cook that in a stew, dude. You're not eating bear steak. No, I don't think so. Absolutely not. If no. It's like eating. It's it's probably tougher than moose.
1: Have you ever had bear? I've had
0: no, but I've had moose, and it was great in a stew. If you cook it all day in a crock pot, it's good. I mm. can't imagine eating anything. If you're gonna eat bear, you got to cook it in a stew. I would think. Mm. Just such tough meat, dude.
1: I wonder if it tastes if black bear tastes a lot different than than uh, brown bear. It's the same thing. No, one's a grizzly, and the other one's a black bear. Oh,
0: right, right, right. No, okay. That's true. Hmm. I don't see why they would taste any
1: different. Well, different species. I mean,
0: one's a little bit bigger.
1: Well, like elk and deer taste different. They're pretty close yeah, elk taste way better. Mm. That's, <laughs> we need some meat. <laughs> We're up in Montana. Let's hunt uh, some. <laughs> I don't know if I could hunt bear, though. I went out for it once. And i we no. saw some, and I was just like, "I can't believe that we would shoot this. We didn't even get close, so it didn't matter, but I don't know if I'll do that again. It's a bad man,
0: yeah, it's kind of like shooting an eagle, something just doesn't feel right. Just, I could see that, yeah and and maybe, yeah, just because they're i mean they're the predators that you're not supposed to fuck with. It's like shooting a lion, right It's kind of like this 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 feeling of, I am the king of the jungle, I'm the king of the forest. Yeah. It feels weird killing that.
1: Mm-hmm. But it makes sense that it needs to be done, or some people need to do it, because if we had too many bears, it'd be a problem.
0: Well, yeah, you go up to Alaska, yeah, you, sh- you know, doesn't seem like a problem up there. There's so many of them.
1: Mm. Well, there's not many people for them to eat. Yeah, they don't need to be... But if they were, like, running around the streets of Bozeman, we might have to...
0: They, they tend to, sometimes. Get rid of
1: a have you ever Again, seen any of them?
0: Yeah, a brown bear or oh. excuse me, black bear. Yeah, on the way to school, man. When I was when I first started uh, going to school in Bozeman, I was walking to school one day, and there's two bears up in the tree. What? Two brown bears. Yeah, on the way to on the way to campus. It happened this this year too. They come into town and they try to get food. That's what I was saying before. If if a bear is hungry, man, it will come into town and start fucking with people's trash cans.
1: That's ridiculous. Yeah, you can't. You can't have that near your house. You got to get rid of it.
0: What do you think about all this NFT talk, man? Mm. Yeah, they went into that for a long time.
1: Well, trying to understand what was the crypto, the FTX.
0: Yeah, FTX.
1: Look, I don't know shit about crypto on a good day, and when they got into that, I'm just like, okay, wait, what happened? So we've got this guy. And this has happened
0: before too. Of it's course. not like this is new.
1: But he's like, what, 28, 29? Yeah. He's worth $16 billion, lives in the Bahamas, banging a bunch of his friends and employees. They're the second biggest donor to the Democratic Party. That bit was all a bit.
0: That was a little scary. His mom runs the the Get Out and Vote campaign, and the Mm -hmm. Mind the Gap
1: campaign. Yeah. It seemed a little sketchy. And they took the money, but maybe they... Maybe that's cool. Maybe they're just like, okay. But it does seem, it's like, why were those two things connected? He's like probably a con artist and a criminal. But also there's this part of him that just loves the Democratic Party this much.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe he he's, they were talking about him being philanthropic and because of that, he, he feels better about all the shady stuff he's doing. You know what I mean? It's like, it it creates this idea that it's okay to be a shady motherfucker if I'm also doing this good and he thinks, you know, don't all these donations to the Democratic Party are doing good. Mm. So that kinda gets rid of the fact that he's a total piece of shit.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe his mom just hates him, so it was a way to get gain his mom's love. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Eh,
0: who knows? I mean his I've never hands. I've never been a huge crypto person. The scary thing is that I I like the idea of having a having this digital currency that has nothing to do with our government. I think it's important to have those options, but when when stuff continually happens and people are running away with people's money, it's just it's ruining that for everybody. Yeah. Because now you just can't trust it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to think of it. I saw this thing the other day that actually was super interesting and it kind of is logical if you if you hear it out. And basically it was that Elon obviously understands money. He started PayPal and or bought into it and, you know, sold it for a lot of money. Nothing like he has now, but, you know, he needed a few billion or whatever. So he studied money and got into money. Right. So that's kind of like the base of what he's about. The other things that he's done are, are more passion projects and he's done them well so they've blown up. But now he has Twitter. And I was always wondering, does he just is it that he just cares that much about free speech, or is there a bigger play here? It's
0: gotta be a bigger play.
1: Well, the video I watched and it was really interesting, it was by this investor guy on Instagram. And, you know, take it for what you will. But the idea was that he could start his own crypto and connect all the Twitter accounts to it so that you could buy and trade and do everything like through your crypto wallet on your Twitter account. Mm -hmm. And now there's basically a global currency, right? And one that he's kind of structuring through his experience with PayPal and the stability of Twitter and just kind of like the localized community – of Twitter, when I heard it, I was like, that sounds like a fucking genius plan. I'm not saying it's like a good idea or I don't know if it helps everyone or if that's useful or what it is, but it's it would be a smart play if he went in that direction and it would kind of make more sense why he would spend $44 billion right. on things. Have you ever heard of anything being sold for that much? Anyone buying anything <laughs> for more than that amount of money?
0: No, dude, uh, Instagram sold for a billion dollars, and that was a huge amount of money. Was it a billion or 2 billion? I think it was a billion dollars. Yeah. And everyone thought that was crazy.
1: I mean, it would be a lot more to buy it now.
0: Right. But it wouldn't be 44 billion.
1: I don't know. You think? Maybe it could be as high, but either way, I this don't understand is it. a giant buy. And, you know, how is he going to make that money back with those $8 blue checkmark subscriptions?
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense, does it? There has to be a different
1: play. Unless we're just far too dumb to see ultimately how it makes money in the first place, which is, that's entirely possible. But there's <laughs> something else. There's something else going on here. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like a a crypto ran by Elon wouldn't be something I'd be massively against. At the end of the day, it would be like you you have to take a step back and you have to watch it for a yeah. while you know
0: well and see who runs it i mean all these all these influencers who bought into this what's this kid's name sam
1: oh yeah i don't i don't remember buying
0: into the yeah, sam is his name he, he was like sb something anyways he he had companies before his the guy who you know was um one of the main dudes at gamestop is now wasn't running his his uh cryptocurrency he was like the manager of the right i can't remember the name of his title but he was already doing shady stuff with gamestop and gambling and you know running up these gambles and then because he was behind the scenes he could see what the cards were gonna what cards were gonna be played and so they were running up these high tabs on gamestop Mm -hmm. through these gambling sites and then you know, taking the money because they knew what cards were going to be played because it's all digital. Right. And they're high up enough to know what the computer was going to do. It just cheats. They're and con artists. So the what smart I, ones. Yeah, so what I'm saying is these guys have been con artists forever, basically since they started these companies, and no one had the sense to look into these people before they just throw a bunch of money at it. I mean, how did that happen? Right? What What's the, There's some conspiracy... Theories that are definitely going to be coming out, especially with the with his mom being such a, um, you know, a Democrat and wanting to, you know, throw a bunch of money at the Democratic Party. There's some going to be some weird conspiracies happening there.
1: Well, it needs a it's going to have a full investigation now. It's not good. No. And but also, you know, okay, so they have these tokens and I'm sure just like everyone listening. We barely understood. I mean, Joe and Giannis <laughs> barely understood it. But that video was useful. And it's probably something that people should watch again. But I was like, okay, so what's going on here? So they have these tokens. There's nothing backing them, which is, I guess, really how all crypto is anyway. It's, it's almost like artwork in a sense. But maybe that's how all money is, too. It's like the art is only worth what someone will pay for it. Right? That's kind of how art works. The NFTs. Works. Well, any yeah. art. Yeah. Even a you know a freaking Van Gogh, it's like it's only worth what people will pay for it, right? Right. So the same as these tokens or this crypto money. Well, right now with with um, Bitcoin, it's worth what twenty thousand a coin, but it was almost at a hundred thousand once.
0: Is it only at twenty now?
1: I think it's pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that means buy it but maybe that also means that whole system is insane. Stay away.
0: It's it's hard to trust when you have guys that you don't know running it and there's nothing to back it up. I mean, he ran away with all this cash and you can't you can't get it back. Yeah, it's like t- how many that doesn't make me want to purchase any kind of bitcoin. I don't care who's who's behind it. Uh, even if somebody you could trust is behind it, it still seems sketchy.
1: It's like two or three billion has gone missing. How the fuck do you hide two or three billion dollars? I don't know. <laughs> Smart people know how to do this. He's funneling it into the Bahamas. He's, we know that much. That's it. He probably buried it on the beach. Should get out there and see what's Man. what's in the beach. I don't know, dude. Yeah, that one was that one was kind of it, it, it's. Too scary to even think about, to be honest, and especially the last part. Second biggest donors. I can't even, I can't even deal with it. And then they got into a bunch of conspiracies at the end, like the Clinton thing. Mm-hmm. That guy that was hanging from a tree, shot in the chest, yeah. self-inflicted. That sounds
0: hanging from a tree from a extension cord, and then shot in the chest. And they were saying that because it didn't coagulate, or because it would. You know, because the blood, there wasn't a ton of blood there. There was some conspiracy with that. Like, it didn't, right? It, like, he had been hanging there for too long for it to be, Um, or what, what were they saying? Because if it, if it was a close shot, like, the blood doesn't coagulate? Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I don't get that either. But the official story is that he was hanging himself. He's, like, yeah. stood on a thing, then shoots himself right. in the chest so that with then he's hanging. With a shotgun. I feel like that is an unusual suicide.
0: It doesn't add up, does it? It
1: doesn't seem to. But don't mess with the Clintons then, maybe. Or maybe he was just sad and really creative and wanted to go out that way.
0: I don't know, man. It's scary. I mean, all that Iran stuff is freaky too. I mean, not getting a death penalty for protesting.
1: Seems, that's so see-
0: crazy that that's still happening in the in a world with internet, in a world that's we think to be as modern.
1: Well, how how um, it would be interesting to see with the people that protest in the U.S. and we're free to do it over basically anything that we want to. We can protest Dave Chappelle and Netflix because of his you know perceived and so called anti-trans stance on you know with his comedy
0: even though that was his friend and he was just telling a story about his friend it was a
1: fucking love letter dude Yeah, 100% but imagine if um, all protests came with the potential of like incarceration forever or the death penalty would anyone in the US be would they really like talk about this is the hill I want to die on you know, when you pick a topic that you stand behind and you fight for, that that's like exactly what that expression means. I don't think anyone here is that passionate. So these people must be really fucking upset over there to put them, their lives on the line. Because even if you don't agree, you just go, okay, this sucks, I hate it, and but I want to go to work and feed my family and live. Carry on. That's not an unreasonable thing. It's probably why they put... Such archaic laws into place in the first place as a massive deterrent, but even that's not working. It's like where the hell do they go from there? They've arrested fifteen thousand people.
0: It's yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable the amount of people protesting it. I mean, good for them. That's fucking awesome.
1: Do you think it'll make it change? I want to
0: say yes. Be nice to believe it. Would it would be could. nice to believe that it would actually make a difference, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah. I mean, it's making a fucking bold statement by them doing it. I mean, the government must be pretty concerned about this. Because I mean, how else can you... You can't threaten them more than their life. And yeah. if if that's not enough, what else do you do? It's like you're going to have all, total civil unrest.
0: I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah. That is what's happening. It's right.
1: already happening. Right.
0: Yeah. And then to think about that, that could happen in the States. That's a little freaky, you know, just with the, some of the backwards laws and the, the, you know, not allowing contraception. I mean, they talked about that right at the end too, about how scary that could be. It's like, once you take one step in that direction, it could end up being where we don't we're, like, we're not able to protest. Mm-hmm. They're already doing laws in America. Like some States you are, you get fined and you get thrown in jail for protesting. That's fucked up.
1: Really? Yeah. Which ones?
0: There's a few states, man. I no get, shit. I get, yeah, they're they're doing it in, they're trying to do it, and I think because of what happened with George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter, I think that scared a lot of these right wing politicians. I, it really did. It's
1: it's not a good thing, man. Well, to, they were they were smashing up some shit for sure. Yeah, burning down people, police stations and...
0: I'm not saying what, what happened is right, but I'm saying that it it's unfortunate that a few of the way left get basically put everyone else who was just protesting in a bad light because not everyone who was protesting is burning down buildings. No,
1: and also, it shouldn't change the fact that we've been allowed to do it here, so we should continue to be allowed to do
0: Absolutely, it. Absolutely,
1: man. If... It gets to a point where we can't. That's the problem. Then we're just joining all these other countries The that, that these politicians openly say we don't want to be like. So why would we pick up their laws? It's like maybe if people are protesting with that much aggression, the, it means something's wrong and we got to change it.
0: Here we go. Eight states have passed laws cracking down on protest activity since Black Lives Matter protests erupted across the United States. New laws enacted in Arkansas, Florida... Iowa, Oklahoma, Tennessee. So there's five right there. Kansas and Montana. Damn. Montana laws increase penalties for protesting. Oh, that's for near oil and gas pipelines, so that's a little bit different. Um, yeah, Republican bill sponsors and police groups say increasing penalties for crimes committed during a protest will help prevent violence and protect law enforcement officers. I don't believe that. Well, uh. the,
1: the, what's concerning is it sounds reasonable, right? You shouldn't be committing crimes while protesting. But right. who are the people that decide when a crime is getting uh, committed? They, they could, they could change. It. They, they could, could just be it. like, "Hey, we need to get rid of these protesters. We're going to u- use these laws and just say that there was a bunch of unrest and send in those agent provocateurs that." <laughs> It like it literally have been like that's a real thing, and they go in, they work for the different government agencies, and they cause problems, they smash things up so that police can then move in and close down protests. I mean, if you think about it, smart move, position yourself like that so they have control when they need. Well, it.
0: that that's the scary thing, and that's what I think that's what Giannis and Joe were mentioning is that as soon as you let one law pass where. Yeah, it's an anti-protest for, you know, if people are burning down buildings and fucking up the capitals or whatever, you know, like they did in in where was it in uh DC? No, well, that was the capital obviously, but the in Portland. Oh yeah, Portland, yeah. At that federal building, you know, they're mm-hmm. trying to burn it down, which it is bullshit right not a good move not a good move because like i said it makes all the other protesters look bad but we this country was founded on protest it was founded on people wanting something and getting it by coming together and saying no to the english right mm-hmm. okay yeah, but yeah fuck you adam all right <laughs> just kidding love you It was my fault it's not your fault but that i mean that this country was built on on Feeling differently and wanting to make a change. Well, rebellion. And that's what protest is about. Yeah, you you want to change something. How do you do that? You you have to rebel. Yeah. Well, there's what, no
1: other way, dude. The Tea Party, you know, the Boston Harbor. Yeah, because they mean, were trying to tax tea. They're like, fuck your tea. <laughs> Throw it in there. We got coffee over here, bitches.
0: So it's scary t- to think about there's anti-protest laws. That is so un-American.
1: It and really is. Let's not go that way. It's not good. Let's let's not go that way. Well, look, we're running out of time, and all this has been pretty depressing. Let's jump <laughs> over to Stevo,
0: Dude, they're getting too serious. Rogan's, Rogan's trying to freaking save the world, man.
1: There we go. Well, they're hitting all the topical, you know, the important points. First off with Steve-O, number one, legend. Number two, like I said at the beginning, can't believe he's still alive. God bless him. Cleaning up his act after... Such a life of partying and being a lunatic. I mean, good for him. That's probably not easy, but maybe yeah. he got he probably had so many brushes with death that it was staring him in the face. I'm sure there's been plenty of interventions. I would have loved to have gone to a Steve O intervention where they're like, bro, you have to breathe air, not whippets. <laughs> <it>. Like, stop. <laughs> You're a millionaire. You're famous. Oh. Have a life. Take care of yourself. Fix your teeth.
0: Well, at least he can put a flashlight up up his nose and he can see out the other side, you know, Uh, thanks to all that cocaine. mm -hmm. I mean, total ledge. I wish they would have talked more about what a legend he is and all, like, going through the past. I know Steve-O is talking a lot about how that's how his stand-up works. He has to talk about his past because that's what people love about Mm Steve-O. The guy's insane.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to hear about his AA meetings. Right. I and, mean, I hate to say it, but
0: yeah, and I mean, like you said, good for him for getting sober, but the Stevo that everybody loves is kind of the crazy Stevo and he, but he's still crazy sober. I mean, he still ran into Mike Tyson's fist. That he wasn't drinking then. No. Yeah, he just wanted to break his to. he just wanted to break his nose again cuz the doctor told him that in order to to fix his nose, he had to break it again.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I mean, un-
0: lunatic, yeah, in un- a good un- way. Yeah. In a good way. I mean, I th- he's from Montana, dude. Is he really? I'm pretty sure, he's from Great Falls. Yeah. No
1: shit. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's had some Great Falls <laughs> in his time. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Burnt himself to pieces. Just some of the stuff that he's done. It's truly remarkable. I mean, and if you think about it too, what's weird about the Jackass guys is you're like, yeah, that was just a funny show. We loved it in the 90s, all this. Each one of their movies that came out, I think, became, at least for a period of time, the number one movie in America.
0: Even the newest ones? I'm
1: pretty sure. Hmm. Well, the new one was kind of released differently. It was only released on streaming, so I don't know exactly how that went, but it was definitely ranked. And, I mean, they're they're big movies. And they have a budget, but they're not super expensive to make. I mean, how much does it cost to hire a bull and then throw Johnny Knoxville in a ring with it? And those guys are so fucked up from it. I think Johnny might be the worst. I guess a couple of at least one of them has died, but yeah, Johnny is from the car crash. They've paid. They've paid a physical toll for that for our entertainment. And sure, they're rich, but they have to deal with those injuries.
0: Well, he's saying he doesn't have the. CTE problem though. That's like a genetic thing. That was interesting. Talking about how CTE only affects some people, it's kind of like Alzheimer's. Huh. Yeah, he was Steve was saying that Tony Hawk called him up and was telling him about how CTE, you know, he was going to get checked out to see if he had the gene that makes that happen in your brain and Tony didn't have it. And and Steve said, "Well, what were you going to do if you did have the gene?" And Tony said, I don't know. I, I didn't think about that. I was just going to see if I had the gene, and now yeah. that I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's so. like, I, I won't wear my helmet now. I'm good. I mean... There's no way Steve-O wouldn't have it.
0: He would have it if he had
1: the gene, yeah, for he'd, sure. He'd, he'd he'd have massive CTE. He sounded, he sounded like just regular Steve-O. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's not coming out with physics and Shakespeare, so... I don't know how much we expect from Steve-O anyway, but yeah, he seems he seems the same. He probably seems more like lucid now that he's cleaned up his act.
0: I think he's just he's just realizing that he can still be Steve-O without being a wastoid, mm-hmm. which is cool, right? Like he can still be himself. He's still most of his material, though. At least the his last special, the um, oh, what was it called? I can't remember the name of the special where he's taping him. He taped himself to the, duct taped himself to the sign. Mm -hmm. But he was saying all of his material is old, and he would go through. It's almost like half video, and then he talks about it, and gets some audience reaction, and then goes back to the video again. So it's this multimedia thing, which is cool. I mean, you don't see that much with comedians. He might be the only one doing that.
1: It's creative. Yeah, it's good. It's almost like he has to run through the kind of a biography of his life right. in order to make the jokes and tell the stories because it's just so interesting, the stuff that he's done. Like, whether it was for the show, which was wild, or his private life, which was insane partying. I I can't imagine how many times Johnny and the rest of the crew were like, this guy's not going to make it.
0: But how do you make new material now? I mean, he's still, like I said, he's still jumping in front of Mike Tyson. Uh-huh. wanting Mike Tyson to punch him, but what else can you do?
1: Well, those guys are done. They're not making another jackass. I think with the Jackass 4, they basically kind of brought in a new team. Yeah, I saw and, that. And I think they're hoping that they can kind of offload it and maybe make cameos, but they can't be doing the stunts anymore. Right, I but mean, what is uh,
0: going to be doing moving forward is what I'm saying with his comedy he's gonna have to come up with new bits that have nothing to do with his old material I mean he can't just go through all the same he can't just keep doing multimedia with his
1: well he could do what a lot of comedians are doing is just come up with comedy right? you know just come up with regular jokes in story form like other people are doing keep practicing he's gonna have to mix it up though that's not gonna be easy for him Yeah, because he's gonna have to make a sharp turn I've seen him live at the comedy store before and he's funny yeah. Yeah. It, it's not just that he's famous and, you know, it's Steve-O, so everyone's laughing. I mean, he puts work in. He's, he's a silly character. He's really good at making fun of himself, obviously. Yeah. So that is super endearing with comedians, and he can just, you know, be ridiculous and talk about how much of a lunatic he is, and he owns it. So it's, th- there's a good chance for him. And, of course, he's so well-connected in the comedy world. I mean, at the comedy store with all the comedians. Rogan knows him well. I mean, you know, he's in that community. Yeah. Hardcore.
0: Well, he's doing it for 11 years just the stand up alone.
1: Yeah. I didn't even know he did that. It's kind of cool that, I mean, none of the other jackass guys do. A lot of no. people that have kind of made those types of shows don't go into that afterwards. And fair play for him for giving it a shot. Love it. <laughs> He's a legend. I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's doing well. Glad he's doing well. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you, guys, as always. We appreciate you. This was, this was kind of a depressing one. Watch out for crypto. There's, Stay away from crypto. Yeah. There's a lot going on in the world. Stay safe out there, folks. And we will talk to you next week.